This is Morning Edition on NHPR. I'm Rick Ganley, and this is the New Hampshire News Recap. New Hampshire Democrats picked up a seat in the House this week following a special election in Rochester, narrowing the chamber's already slim Republican majority. And state lawmakers met this week in Concord to vote on a number of bills. Joining us now to talk it over are NHPR's Sarah Gibson and Josh Rogers. Good morning to you both. Good morning. Hi, Rick. Good to have you here this morning. The special election in Rochester this week settled a tie between Democrat Chuck Grassi and Republican David Walker during the November midterms. And special elections are, are common with a House of over 400 members. But what were the stakes this time around, Sarah? So, you know, as you mentioned, the House is mo- the most evenly divided it's been in in a century. Uh, so Republicans just have a couple more seats than Democrats. And as a result, the fate of a lot of bills really depends on attendance in committees, attendance when there's a full House vote, um, like we saw you know, yesterday, which I'm sure Josh will talk about. So really, um, you know, for that reason, these these individual seats that are still up for grabs are getting a lot of attention from both parties who, again, know that it's attendance um, that can sometimes determine the, the majority in the state house. I mean, they're a proxy for political muscle also. And so it's an opportunity for the parties to get out. And Democrats are traditionally better at winning special elections than Republicans at least have been lately. Well, you know, state and national polit- political groups were spending actually a, a significant amount of money on this rematch. Um, 150000 by Democrats, probably more. We don't know uh, by Republicans. Is, and that's surprising, isn't it? Yeah. So it was, it was actually closer to 180000 by Democrats. Um, and Repub- the uh, Republicans did not file any um, campaign finance reports with the Secretary of State. And as a result, we don't know how much they spent. But there were certainly mailers um, from Republican, the Republican Party going out and also from a a national group in favor of um, the Republican candidate going out uh, to, to people's mailboxes. I mean, people were getting mailers every other day. They were also getting Facebook ads, and there were there were folks on the ground canvassing every weekend. And we're talking about a race with, you know, a few hundred voters. How, how was the well, turnout? 11, right? I think it was 1,100 or 1,100. Okay. People. Yeah, yeah. So, so the I mean, the turnout was low. Uh, you know, midterm turnout tends to be uh, low, and then the special election turnout even lower. So, sure. so in, in the fall, with this tie between Chuck Grassi and David Walker, they each got 970 votes exactly and then um, in the and then there were you know a little over a thousand uh, people who t- who showed up uh, in in war the war three special election uh, this past this past week so that's you know a little over half of the the amount of voters who showed up in the midterms yeah. it, w- it was a pretty low turnout so just given the, the amount of money spent on this it just shows you how closely divided the house is and how, how people do consider this to be important are there any other special elections that are coming up for house seats Yep, there's a special election in in Nashua uh, in a couple of months uh, that uh, that people are also p- paying close attention to. And that's one that's one to fill a seat. If it's a safe Democratic district. Uh, Stacey Lawton resigned after running into legal problems uh, due to stalking, and uh, filling that seat is it's be very very hard for a Republican to win that. So, so at that point, we're just we're right down the middle, aren't we? Very close to close that. Let's do it. Josh, you saw this narrowly divided house in action this week at the State House. How did it go? I mean, it was a bit of everything. Uh, you know, uh, Wednesday, things were pretty smooth, actually. You know, the marijuana bill that's backed by the House Majority Leader Jason Osborne and Minority Leader Matt Wilhelm, you know, one solid bipartisan support. Uh, there was bipartisan agreement on some education funding bills, one to bump up funding for charter schools, another to... Uh, you know, target a little bit more aid to districts that have a high percentage of, of students with economic challenges. Those bills won preliminary approval. Uh, 
you know, things definitely got kind of gnarlier yesterday afternoon. <laughs> uh, Democrats ended up with a numbers edge in the chamber, and they managed to pass some bills opposed by Republicans. Uh, one of the the big one that, that was the, the had the most rancor surrounding it was dealing with education freedom accounts. That's New Hampshire's sort of voucher-like school choice law. Uh, this bill would make public school attendance a prerequisite for participating in the program. So if a student hadn't uh, attended public school before, I think in the year prior, uh, they wouldn't be eligible. Uh, most students who now rely on freedom accounts uh, never attended public school, so therefore they would not be eligible, or at least would have to do a year in public school to to, to acquire eligibility. Um, so Democrats won the day on that issue, but this bill has to come back to the floor, so Republicans uh, may get the last word. But Yesterday was definitely a reminder of how fragile the Republican majority is in the House. Yeah, and just to, to know, I mean, the the whole debate over the education freedom accounts is totally partisan and uh, and or largely partisan, I would say. Yes. And so, uh, you know, it, the any bill on those on on that program Blood is will be up. yeah. There's it's totally dependent on attendance. And and that bill that passed yesterday with Democratic support, I mean, it's antithetical to the Republican bills, which are, in fact, um, you know, to expand the program more broadly. The Republicans have said um, the ultimate goal with this uh, eventually is to potentially expand it so that there's no income eligibility eligibility requirements. Any family could get state aid in order to pay for private school or homeschool programs. So, uh, you know, this- We're not going to see bipartisan. Not <laughs> at all. With this. Um, this is, this is going to be a tense issue. totally depends and, on a tax. And it's going to be interesting yeah. to see where this lands. There, I mean, as Sarah mentioned, there's, there's many bills uh, dealing with this program that are, that are pending. And that's just uh, obviously one subject, education funding, that is going to be uh, at issue. Well, what does this partisan split mean in terms of, of passing a state budget? Well, I, I think it may mean that it will require, uh, you know, either a deft touch or, or, or maybe a heavy hand to get something through the House. Uh, you know, budgets ultimately tend to be partisan affairs. Uh, there can be bipartisan work on committees, but you know, the Finance Committee is getting is getting to work. Uh, the state enters budget season in pretty solid fiscal shape. Uh, the rainy day funds at a record. Uh, revenues are strong, but. You know, numbers in the House make impasse a real possibility. I mean, if you think back to 2017, Republicans had, you know, an, an edge in the House, but it wasn't huge. And they couldn't pass a budget uh, because, you know, a couple dozen arch conservative lawmakers really wanted less spending. And so, you know, it's hard to know where this House budget process will, ha it will uh, head. And it's hard to know, you know, one thing I'm going to be watching for is how many of Governor Sununu's priorities, I mean, the, the legislature often junks a governor's priorities, but how many of his priorities get through? One thing is the licensing and board reforms that, you know, the governor really highlighted in his budget address. I mean, indications this week are that, you know, there are going to be some questions about that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, this is Morning Edition on NHPR. We're recapping this week's news with NHPR's Josh Rogers and Sarah Gibson. If you've got some questions and you want to inform our reporting, we'd love to hear from you. The email address is voices at NHPR.org. Now, again, I want to get into these actual bills that House lawmakers have been voting on this week. Um, we talked uh, about the education bills here, Sarah, but I want to talk to you about Governor Sununu talking about a lot about education funding in his budget address um, earlier this year. How do the, the two education bills align with his proposal to improve funding for New Hampshire schools overall? Yeah, they're they're relatively aligned. So one of the bills passed um, this week was, uh, or preliminarily passed, was 
uh, one that would specifically direct more state aid to charter schools. And, you know, that's basically an expansion of school choice. And the governor has said um, that that he supports increased uh, funding for for charter schools. And in fact, his proposal um, kind of bumps up the amount per pupil that traditional public schools as well as charter schools. public charter schools would receive. And then the second bill, uh, more favored by Democrats, but which passed this week, uh, specifically targets public school districts that have a larger amount of low-income students and and um, and kind of based on the property tax value of of the, the town with the goal of decreasing property taxes, tax rates. Um, and and that again uh, is uh, is kind of targeted aid uh, for more economically disadvantaged communities, and that is something that um, Sununu has also spoken in favor of. That was something that came up in last week's speech as well. So both of these, um, even though they were uh, partisan bills at the beginning, sponsored um, specifically by one party, um, are, are relatively aligned with Governor Sununu's budget address. Are there other education bills that you're you're keeping an eye on this session? Well, as we mentioned, the Education Freedom Accounts Bill. So bills that would either um, significantly decrease or significantly expand the state's new school choice program, which essentially provides state aid uh, to families uh, who uh, want to use it instead on – Rather than on public school, um, use yeah. that money towards private school tuition or homeschool programs. So, it, you know, as we said, it's a real lightning rod at this point. Uh, Republicans in favor of expanding it, Democrats in favor of um, modifying it and limiting it. So we're going to hear a lot more uh, about those bills before anything would happen. Yes. Absolutely. Uh, the House passed a bill that would legalize recreational marijuana uh, yes. this week. Um, this is one area where Republicans and Democrats are working together, but it's likely not going to go anywhere from there, is it, Josh? Uh, history uh, would say no, and you know that is uh, despite years of polling suggesting that recreational marijuana is popular with voters in New Hampshire and you know every other state in New England now does permit recreational use of marijuana. It's decriminalized here. Um, you know, after the House vote, Governor Sununu reiterated that he's not expecting this bill to reach his desk and doesn't want to change current law. You know, he did. Last year, the governor, um, it, at one point he was saying, you know, maybe he could envision signing the right sort of legalization bill. Uh, he's clearly cool to that notion these days. And, you know, the state Senate has never supported uh, recreational marijuana. So so it's not looking likely, but the, the, you know, it's early. Yeah. Republicans in the House and Senate also rejected several bills that would have increased the state's minimum wage to $15 an hour. And I'm assuming the votes will, you know, fell along partisan lines there, too. Uh, they did. Uh, you know, Democrats... Uh, argue that uh, lifting the state's minimum wage above the federal floor of seven twenty-five an hour, you know, really amounts to economic justice. Uh, Donna Susi, who's the top Democrat in the state Senate, you know, took to the floor and said New Hampshire should be ashamed. But you know, Republicans uh, who back the status quo note that New Hampshire's median entry-level wage is higher than most New England states that have higher minimum wages. So, you know, the contours of this debate are very familiar, you know, as was the outcome this week in both House and Senate. Yeah. And so you don't see anything going on there this session? No. I mean, it's going to take a different yeah. cast of characters. Yeah. Uh, Josh, what else are you keeping an eye on uh, as the session does continue? Uh, you know, budget. And, you know, I'm looking for issues on, on, on issues where they there, there is cooperation. I mean, one, one other bill of note this week was, you know, an effort in the House to make it possible for up to four unit apartment units in a lot zone for single family if there's sewer uh, and uh, and city water or municipal water. And that bill is something that, you know, Democrats mostly backed it. But 
it fell short in a bipartisan way. There were some Republicans, including members who were part of the Special Housing Committee, who backed it. But, you know, that vote and an earlier vote uh, this session to um, there was a bill to enable uh, some rent control measures at the municipal level. That failed in a bipartisan way also. And, you know, housing is an issue that both parties acknowledge. And rent costs is something that needs to be done. But, you know, the early votes on these suggest that, you know, it's going to be hard to make progress and there are differences of opinion. So that that's definitely a, a topic that uh, bears watching. This yeah, year. And a state that, that, that prides itself on local control, that's going to be a, a, a big issue. True. Yeah. Uh, Sarah, how about you? What are you watching as the session continues? Well, we just talked about both of them. Uh, the okay. two big things this year, uh, education freedom accounts, so uh, whether or not that will expand dramatically as uh, the Republican leadership and Governor Sununu uh, seem in favor of. And then also this question of education funding. There does seem to be bipartisan appetite um, for tweaking the school funding formula, which has been discussed for years. Uh, there are lawsuits about it right now. So we certainly have covered that at NHPR, and we will look at that closely um, in the coming months. All right, Sarah, thank you so much. NHPR's Sarah Gibson and Josh Rogers on the New Hampshire News Recap. You can find more of their work and all of the stories we talked about this morning, as always, at nhpr.org. Thanks to you both. You're welcome. You're welcome. By the way, while you're at the website, make sure you check out the New Hampshire News Quiz. It's a quick, fun, and informative way to test your knowledge of the week's news. You can sign up to get the quiz emailed to you, or you can check it out every Thursday evening. It's fresh at nhpr.org. Slash quiz, And if you missed any part of today's segment or if you want to catch up on previous weeks, you will find the New Hampshire News Recap wherever you get podcasts. And we're here next week with a fresh one. I'm Rick Ganley, and this is NHPR.